At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are live right here on Football Full Circle. It's the middle of the week in between the football calendar Wednesday. Always important from the injury update perspective, getting ready for a new NFL weekend and around college football as well. He is Scott Wetzel. I am Ben Stevens. Scott, week number six starts in just one day. The beauty of Thursday night football, at least for the fans, not so much for the players on a short week, but in Kansas City for the second Thursday already this year in the first month and a half, the Chiefs host the Broncos. We'll look at that game in just a little bit, but Scott, the injury news around the NFL starting to pick up at this time of year, and part of the big news on this Wednesday, Scott, was the official confirmation of what we believe to be the case. Anthony Richardson, a grade three AC joint sprain in his right throwing shoulder. The Colts placing the young rookie quarterback on the injured reserve. Scott, they fear he is going to miss anywhere from four to eight weeks. Yeah, and that just makes one more example, Ben, of how tough it is. We touched on this a little bit yesterday to bet these over-unders on props for season totals, right? I mean, yeah. put the, the injury aside I, in one aspect for a second, but you know, I thought the kid was going to be good. You and I, I think both were high on him coming out of the draft. He showed a lot of potential, showed he could run, throw the football a little bit. They probably would have their growing pains, but you know, it looked like they had something there, and, and now you put him on IR, and I would think any kind of prop you may have bet over on him – under you, you know you're looking good but whether it's rookie of the year or anything else and just you know that aside then disappointing news like you said he showed a lot of promise team is three and two with the help of Gardner Minshew but they're in yeah. a position to be four and two you know you could win at Jacksonville it's only four and a half point dogs and they get the bad news uh, that he's got to go on IR yeah, Scott, you made the point of this yesterday when you look up and down the Sunday slate for week number six, upcoming in just a few days, there are two games, only two games, that feature a matchup between two teams that both have above a 500 winning record. One of them is between Indianapolis and Jacksonville. The Jags hosting the Colts, the spread now four and a half, but that's why you have a veteran and experienced backup on the roster, and that's what Gardner Minshew is. Is he a 
top half elite tier level starting quarterback in the NFL? I don't think so. Can he fill in in spots and you know there's not a huge drop off in play? Certainly so. The production and the wins are there for Gardner Minshew and part of that Scott was the familiarity and the comfortability for Minshew with his former offensive coordinator in Philadelphia. Of course now the head coach in Indy in Shane Steichen. Both of the starts that Gardner Minshew has made this year. Week number three for the Colts in place of Anthony Richardson who was in concussion protocol against the Ravens. The Colts won that football game 22-19 in overtime and he didn't make the start last week necessarily but did take over early in the opening half from or for Anthony Richardson who was sidelined with obviously what is now that grade three AC sprain in his right throwing shoulder and Indianapolis took care of a divisional opponent at home beating the Titans 23-16. So Gardner Minshew Scott has proven that he can play the quarterback position. We might see that on display in another huge divisional game on Sunday. Now, the Colts have had a terrible time in Duval County. They haven't beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville since 2014. But again, Scott, Gardner Minshew, not the worst backup quarterback to throw into this situation. Yeah, you know, and you look at the schedule for the Colts, and listen, I get it. All these teams I'm about to mention are all saying, well, we got the Colts coming in, or we got the Colts on the road. We should win that one. But that said, you know, Jacksonville, okay, tough. You mentioned the numbers, not good. But after that, Cleveland at home, New Orleans at home, at Carolina, and then New England overseas. And then you get the bye, and then even after that, you come back and you got Tampa Bay. So they can't, they, you know, they, they, they could more than just survive with Gardner Minshew, right? They, they might be able to get out of those three games. Uh, those five games, maybe a five, three and two, any yeah. kind of luck heading into the, the, the rest of the season, and, and then you show the world that you really absolutely are in this thing in, in the uh, AFC South. Yeah, the AFC South, Scott, not as bad as we expected. The Colts have a winning record. They're 3-2. and two. The Jags now an odds-on favorite once again. They're 3-2. and two. two of those three wins, though, abroad across the pond in London. And then ultimately, Scott, when you think about how the seller of this division was viewed, the Texans are serviceable. They're competitive 2-3. Yeah. and three, And you never know what the Titans are going to do, but they're never out of football games on a week-in, week-out basis. Let's welcome in our Sirius XM audience. Channel 159 live right here on Football Full Circle all across the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sirius XM Channel 159 is the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Scott, speaking of quarterback news, there's a ton of focus right now on Deshaun Watson. The Browns are slated to host the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. Currently, the line is five and a half. Cleveland, of course, got two and two into the bye last week. Watson did not play in their fourth game of the year. It was the rookie, Dorian and Thompson Robinson and as good as DTR was in the preseason in his regular season debut not good three interceptions against the Ravens the flock went into the land and won 28 to 3 there was obviously then some thought Scott that with a bye week to get fully healthy and restore Deshaun Watson would no doubt be out there week number six against San Francisco but we're not sure Deshaun Watson is going to practice today normally Scott Watson speaks to the media on Wednesday following practice he is not scheduled to speak with reporters today and Donovan Peoples-Jones of course one of the wide receivers in Cleveland met with the media after practice saying he's not sure who's going to be throwing him the football in the game against San Francisco it's got it to five and a half point spread in Cleveland on Sunday now six and a half with some of the uncertainty around the quarterback position for the Browns as the Niners look to remain unbeaten and improve to a perfect six and oh yeah, and I tell you, I'm not big on betting these games this early in the week, but I got to tell you, Ben, 
Um, you said it. You know, he, he was terrific. You know, showed a lot of potential in the preseason. We were both, you know, gloating about how good he looked and everything. But uh, the, the portion of the games I saw this past week, he looked lost. And could you imagine him against that San Francisco defense? Oof. I mean, Oof. wow, that, that that could get real ugly, right? So I, I would be hopping all over that five and a half if you could still get it, even six and a half, because it, when they make that announcement, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this shoot, this thing shoot up to like nine and a half or even ten. I mean, they, they really, that would be such a shock for him to be able to beat that undefeated Niners team. Uh, and with that point spread, I, I'd put him in teasers right now, six-point teasers, get him down to pick them. Um, I, I would be all over San Francisco right now. because This was kind of like out of the blue, right? We, we didn't see a major injury with yeah. Watson. Then all of a sudden, I find out he's not playing. I'm like, he's not playing? And, and then I saw the buy, and I thought, well, maybe there's a little Nick Ben, no big deal. We'll, we'll be conservative because we got the buy the following week. And then here we are two weeks later, and, and they're still saying he might not play. I mean, where did this come from? Yeah, Scott, I think it's a perfect assessment there. I don't have an answer for you because, like you, I was pretty shocked and surprised. We always say, Scott, Wednesday's a big day, right? As teams get back and ready for Sunday, Wednesday's really the first full practice with everybody back on the field. You get that practice report, who was limited, who did not participate, and then you start to get a sense of what that roster and depth is going to look like entering a new NFL weekend. And it wasn't until Thursday, Scott, of a few weeks ago, before the huge matchup against the Ravens, that Deshaun Deshaun Watson was even on the practice report. I remember seeing a tweet from a reporter in Cleveland that Deshaun threw a couple of balls, went right over to the sideline, met with the training staff, and then, sure enough, he didn't play on Sunday. And it wasn't like, Scott, all right, this is a drastic injury that's going to sideline Deshaun. There was still a thought he was going to play week number four against Baltimore. And it was a huge divisional game. Cleveland has already played half of their six games against the AFC North. They can ill afford more losses this year. We'll continue to break this down up next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are live right here on Football Full Circle, Sirius XM Channel 159 and all across the Sports Grid Radio Network. He's Scott Wessel. I am Ben Stevens. And Scott, all indications right now, both out of Brown's practice on this Wednesday and based on how the odds makers and the market movement is seeing it for Sunday in Cleveland between the Browns and the 49ers, is Deshaun Watson might not play. His status is very much up in the air right now for his availability on Sunday against San Francisco. Donovan Peoples-Jones saying at practice today he's not sure who's throwing him the football come Sunday. Deshaun Watson normally meets with the media on Wednesday after practice. He is not scheduled to talk today. And Scott, it's that shoulder injury for Deshaun Watson that really felt like it came out of nowhere. Of course, when you look at Cleveland, Scott, a dominant performance week number one at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. They went into Pittsburgh the following week, the devastating injury to Nick Chubb, they end up losing that football game against the Steelers. Then they followed it up with more dominance, though, the next week back at home, knocking off the Titans 27-3, where that defense for Cleveland really leading the way. And then Deshaun Watson doesn't play against Baltimore week number four. And Scott, as we were saying, that news really came out late in the week. There was still a chance, even though he was not throwing a ton of practice, he was going to tough it out and play against Baltimore in a huge division game. Again, the third of the six. Cleveland is set to play this year, happening in week number four in the AFC North in terms of those divisional games. He didn't play. You thought with the bye, he'd come back ready to go in a huge matchup against San Francisco. Maybe the Browns and that defense able to hold down the Niners and hand for uh, San Francisco its first loss of the season. Now, Scott, it seems as though Deshaun might miss his second consecutive game. That would be three weeks dealing with the shoulder injury when you include the bye. Yeah, and that's weird, right? It goes from he's on the field getting ready for warm-ups two weeks ago, so there's thought, okay, he could play to not playing, and then, all right, we'll have the bye, so he'll definitely be ready, you know, two weeks from now, to maybe not even playing again this week, you know? And, and you look back, so he misses Baltimore, you, so you go back to the Tennessee game, but, you know, a relatively easy win, 27-3. I'm thinking in my brain, you know, I don't remember any serious shots, but obviously he did. You know, first injury report comes out today what are we really going to get you know he'll, he'll probably be listed what is, is uh, questionable so I, I don't know how much they're really going to reveal but the way I think about a bet is I'm generally a pessimist with this stuff if he's had you know in essence three weeks right it, it probably happened to Tennessee game that's September 24th he had the week against Baltimore off he had the bye week off and now he's got this week that would be three weeks if he's not ready now I, 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 if I'm a Browns fan, I'd be real concerned about how much he's really going to play this year. I mean, it seems like it's right there, but uh, that's three weeks for a shoulder bruise. It generally doesn't take that long unless there's something serious going on. And don't forget, it's guaranteed money going to Deshaun Watson, yeah. whether he plays <laughs> or not. And, Scott, I actually thought when you looked at the slate for San Francisco and Philadelphia, as we had the two remaining undefeated teams left in the NFL, the two teams that faced off in the NFC title game just a season ago, that this might be a tricky spot for the 49ers on the road in Cleveland if they were fully healthy off the bye, knowing how good that defense was in the first two home games 
games of the year for Cleveland when Deshaun was out there holding their opponent to only three points in each of those games that maybe this could be a defensive struggle where if you keep it in a low scoring football game the Browns have a shot in the fourth quarter to maybe win outright in what could have been a one score game again if DTR is the guy set to make the start yeah cool he gets his second start and maybe he learned from the terrible experience in his NFL debut throwing three interceptions against the Ravens maybe you'd say that Scott if they were taking on the Minnesota Vikings or the Chicago Bears or the Denver Broncos they're playing the best scoring defense in the National Football League in San Francisco the only team right now holding opponents to less than to less than two touchdowns per game on average and on the other side if the defense is going to be on the field against the Niners they're the second best scoring offense in the National Football League averaging more than 33 points per game they have scored 30 or more in all five of their victories this year now it's a spot Scott that I agree if Deshaun Watson isn't playing or is even not fully a hundred percent effective you want to lay it with San Francisco before that number gets north of a touchdown and that certainly seems to where it's trending all right, you want you want to start a rumor? We'll, we'll start. A, how about we start a start a rumor Wednesday? Uh, trade deadline is uh, when October thirty first, right? Less, Who did yeah. we talk about yesterday? Maybe being on the trade markets. Kirk Cousins. Wow. Cleveland Cleveland Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. Where is he before he came to Cleveland? Minnesota Vikings offensive coordinator. I'm assuming the the offenses are pretty similar. If, you know, it's a big if, but if the Browns come back and say, all right, we did an MRI and this is going to be a lingering thing and, and this and he might not return. I don't know. You know, when you search for teams who Minnesota could, you know, trade a quarterback to and which teams would need a quarterback and would be able to actually bring in a brand new quarterback, the Cleveland Browns do stand out with that connection. Yeah, think about how much money the Browns would be spending on the quarterback position to maybe (laughs) miss the postseason if they bring in Kirk Cousins under his current contract. But, hey, if it happens, credit football full circle live on Sports Grid Radio for the first people to report such a musing around the National Football League. Scott, it would be interesting to me to see where Cleveland goes from here because the optimism even last year was be good enough, keep your head up above water for when Deshaun Watson comes back in the six games following the 11 game suspension that he served to start off 2022 that they could be a playoff team because of all the talent around the quarterback position well of course it didn't work out Deshaun did not look great in the sample size he gave us last year a three game sample size so far the win over Tennessee was his best game Scott but still not all that efficient in how this year has gotten underway through the first three and there's a chance by the end of week number five he has missed almost as many games two as he has played in three this season and if the Browns do play San Francisco with Dorian Thompson Robinson what 95 you know nothing is a guarantee Scott especially in the betting realm but 95 percent San Francisco at least wins the game outright the Browns are two and three and the Niners improve to six and oh so it is incredibly interesting then to see where this trend 
ends for San Francisco. And it puts the onus on the defense that will be stressed against this 49ers offense. And Scott, that's why I look at the total for this game, by the way, 37 and a half. I get it from the perspective of, hey, we have two of the best scoring defenses in the National Football League. The Niners the best. The Browns tied for the second best, only allowing 15 points per game. Both great defending the run. Both really good at defending the pass. Cleveland the best in the National Football League at defending the pass. But, Scott, the San Francisco 49ers have scored 30 more points in all five of their games. 42 last week against another dominant defense that we expect to see all throughout the year in Dallas. 37.5 is the lowest total, of course, of this Sunday slate in all of NFL week number six. That number, San Francisco might go over by themselves if Dorian Thompson-Robinson gets the start for Cleveland and the defense is stressed with having to try to win the football game by themselves. Yeah, uh, they may have to. I mean, realistically, you know, right? I mean, how many points are the Browns going to get? You know, at home, you know, maybe an oh-by-the-way touchdown thrown in there, you know, 10 points, realistically. Uh, they gave up 28 to, uh, I, I think, a, uh, I won't say inferior, but uh, a lesser offense uh, to the Baltimore Ravens two weeks ago. You know, they only mustered three of themselves that game, but, you know, maybe, maybe they would get a little bit of improvement with uh, uh, Dorian Thompson having that practice for a couple of weeks and, and knowing, in, in fact, he was actually going to be playing, which he probably didn't know how to get to that Baltimore game. But, yeah, I mean, it's tough for an NFL, any game, right, to stay under 37 and a half points. I mean, you can get that by accident just because it's not competitive in the fourth quarter and you give up a couple of quick scores or easy scores. Yeah. So we'll see what's ahead. And, Scott, maybe that leads us into our next conversation. Who stays unbeaten first? Or who stays unbeaten longer, I should say? Will it be Philadelphia? Will it be San Francisco? Both road favorites this week now laying near a touchdown. We'll break it down next between the Birds and the Niners next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are live right here on FFC. So, Scott, on paper, week number six for San Francisco on the road against a stout defense in the Cleveland Browns might have been the first slip-up spot this year for the 49ers. But now Deshaun Watson's status for that game on Sunday is uncertain, and the 49ers are a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Scott, two undefeated teams remain in the National Football League. It just so happens it's the two teams that played for a conference championship championship in the NFC a season ago. The Eagles and the 49ers. Scott, I think it's pretty inarguable at this point. San Francisco has been the most impressive team in the National Football League through five weeks. They have a scoring margin of nearly 20 points per game. They have scored 30 in all five of their victories and they dismantled a Dallas team that was thought of as one of the five or six best in the NFL through the first month plus. San Francisco also 4-0-1 against the spread this year. Scott, of course, booked as a favorite in every game. So, Scott, if you had to place a wager, and by the way, those are available for who remains undefeated the longest, San Francisco minus 125, Philadelphia minus 105 in that match bet market, who was the last unbeaten still standing? Scott, who are you going with, the 49ers or the Eagles? Boy, you'd have to go San Fran, right? Uh, You look at their schedule. uh, They have two, I would think, gimme games. Cleveland this week, if Watson doesn't play, doesn't appear that he will, as we're talking, and then at Minnesota, although that's a Monday night game, uh, whereas Philadelphia has the Jets. I mean, you know, on on paper, that should be a win, but, you know, we saw what the New York did against Kansas City at home, so maybe just maybe that, uh, you know, that they could put up a, a bit of a fight, and then they got Miami after that, albeit at home pretty you know in some ways it's, it's kind of equal but I, I do give the nod a little bit to Sam Fran and then you throw in the way as you mentioned Sam Fran is playing right and if not for a field goal on the final play of the game they, they would yeah. be five and zero oh against the spread you know by the by the LA Rams so that they I mean, they're in by 32 points 19 points 18 points 23 points and then that seven pointer against LA so I'll, I'll say I'll lay the little juice there and, and even a Cincinnati game after Minnesota at least is at home I think San Fran stays undefeated. It's good. That it's going to be great. You know, if you're a fan, and now I'm a Dolphins fan, so I am hoping that both these teams lose. But, you know, if you're if you're a casual football fan, not having a dog yeah. in a fight, how great would it be, Ben? It's December 3rd, San Fran at yeah. Philadelphia, two undefeated teams. Certainly so. And, Scott, I think San Francisco has a better shot to get to that game the opening weekend in December unbeaten than Philadelphia does. But we know the atmosphere at the link is going to be unreal that opening Sunday in December. The conference championship rematch between two NFC frontrunners. There's been some words said on both sides about what would have happened last January had Brock Purdy been healthy. It wasn't like he got injured during practice, of course. He got injured on the opening offensive possession because the Niners' offensive line had trouble defending what was one of the best pass rushes in the National Football League a season ago. Philadelphia, one of the best in the history of the National Football League. It was Hassan Reddick that got to Brock Purdy and injured, of course, that UCL in his right-throwing elbow. Because, Scott, when you look at the six games that each team has, including this Sunday up until week number 13 and that game in Philadelphia on the opening Sunday of December, right now the Niners have at Cleveland, at Minnesota, at home versus Cincinnati week eight, a bye week nine at Jacksonville hosting Tampa Bay, and then on the road in Seattle 
week number 12. As you look at that on paper, not all that difficult. We'll see about that game week eight with the Bengals visiting Santa Clara. If Cincy has found their stride and continues to stack up wins, or if the Bengals maybe are more mediocre than we expected this year. The Eagles have a tough schedule up until week number 13, Scott. This week on the road in MetLife against Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. Philadelphia booked as a seven-point favorite. I don't expect either team to suffer their first loss of the season this upcoming Sunday. But then, Scott, speaking of your Dolphins, it's Miami and Philadelphia in Philly week number seven. Then the Eagles go on the road to Washington. They host Dallas week number nine. They have a bye week number 10. Then they have to visit Kansas City in Arrowhead week 11 fresh off the bye. Host Buffalo the week before they host San Francisco. So I think Philadelphia has the harder of the two schedules, Scott. It's why I would look at the Niners remaining unbeaten a little bit longer. Yeah, and, and the one question I would have is, Ben, and I don't know this, um, do they? how do they deal with buys? Because San Francisco, little caveat, has a bye week nine. Philadelphia yeah. has a bye week 10. So if Philadelphia were to lose week nine, would, it would they would be the first one. But, you know, I, I don't know. Does it go by how many wins you have before you get undefeated or how many weeks yeah. into the NFL season? You know, I, it, I let's think, say Philadelphia yeah. wins week nine. Then San Fran loses week 10. They both would have the first loss. You know, it, it's... I'll, I'll keep it nice and yeah. safe. How do they consider buys? You know, is, is that you know right. uh, a, a win? Does it go by who on the calendar is the longest, or how many wins do you go before you lose your first game? Right. I don't think it goes into your weeks and has that adjusted for it, Scott. I just think who has the first loss, who suffers that first defeat, and then thus not being undefeated. I do get the point. There is a benefit then perhaps to betting San Francisco because yeah. they have the bye first, right? And so yeah. they get to stay idle a week that Philadelphia has to play because up until week nine, both teams are playing each and every Sunday. But then you can make the argument if Philly wins week number nine, then the Eagles have the advantage because they're on the bye week 10 and San Francisco has to come back out. I mean, I just think it's that first loss and right now, at right. least on paper, I would favor San Francisco's slate, including that bye a week earlier than that of Philadelphia for why they will be the last remaining undefeated team. And Scott, where things stand right now, I don't think it's hyperbole. I don't think it's overreaction to say that we are on trend for a second consecutive NFC title matchup between San Francisco and Philadelphia and thus who is that number one overall seed going to be last year it was Philly they got to host in the link that of course is always going to be a massive home field advantage I think San Francisco has a slightly easier schedule this year than that of Philadelphia the win total updated for the 49ers Scott is 13 and a half the under has the juice the updated win total for Philly is 12 and a half it's even juice on both sides minus 110 to the over minus 110 to the the under, but right now San Francisco Scott, not only the favorite to win an NFC championship, but an even money favorite at plus 100 to be that number one overall seed in the NFC. That playoff positioning could also be crucial by the time we get later on in this season. Yeah, I mean, when you look at that Philadelphia schedule, right, there is no tougher Ben gauntlet of any team. They have a stretch of games. Dallas, bye week, Kansas City, Buffalo, San yeah. Francisco, 
Dallas, and then even at Seattle after that. I mean, that is six tough games in a row. I, you know, listen, can they win some of those? Sure, and, and they will. Chances are maybe they go three and three. San Francisco's got some tough games, but they don't have a stretch like that. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping that December 3rd game does have some meaning to it, and that at least yeah. they're a, a one or two apart where it's, it's not three games. Like, they don't lose to Dallas, Kansas City, and Buffalo, and all of a sudden, you know, San Francisco's undefeated in, in this ball game over. It's not that big a deal. So, but I can see why Sam Fran, you know, has all the odds, you know, in favor of them because this could because of that schedule that Philadelphia has. That's a tough. That's a tough road. Yeah, no doubt about it. Maybe that Week 13 matchup, Scott, could be a decisive head-to-head tiebreaker by the time we get to the end of the season. Who knows? I think that will have some stakes Week number 13. Scott, as we go around the NFL and some more injury news that we have, a couple of confirmations on the IR. We talked about Devon Achan, of course, the rookie running back sensation for Miami. He has been placed on the IR officially by the Dolphins. Elijah Vera Tucker, one of the offensive of tackles for the New York Jets now on injured reserve as well and that's a bummer for the Jets Scott that we're looking at least a little bit more competitive they kept it close against KC they of course beat the Broncos outright in Denver uh, this past Sunday and the ground game looks sensational Brees Hall had 177 yards on the ground that might take a step back with Elijah Vera Tucker out now and of course Makai Becton was injured in that game as well for New York. So could be tough sledding for the Jets here moving forward. Again, they're a seven-point home underdog on Sunday against Philadelphia. Yeah, boy, they just can't keep those offensive linemen healthy. You know, they, they, all those guys, it, it, every time you turn around, there's another guy, whether it's Becton, who hasn't been able to get on the field at all, and, and now Tucker, who's missed half the games that he's been with the New York Jets. It's just like one injury after another. You know, they, they're not, I, I don't think they're going to beat Philadelphia, but they're not, I don't think it'd be an embarrassment either. You just wonder, Ben, with the Jets, how long will that defense hold out, right? How, how long can you get monster performances and go into every single game saying, guys we got to hold these teams to under 17 points otherwise we're not going to win the football game it's as simple as that and it fell apart late last year with them right six straight losses you just wonder how long before again the defense just says that's it We're, we're gassed yeah, absolutely. So, and again, Scott, that's the issue, like we just talked about with Cleveland, in making your defense go out there and win you the football game. Because if the defense, even as good as they might be, Scott, through the opening two quarters, two and a half quarters, even through three, eventually time of possession just wears on a team. You get gassed because you're not getting the equal footing on the other side from your offense. And thus, all of the expectation swings onto you. And at a certain point, it's not your your ground to make up. It's why you're playing defense, trying to stop, as opposed to being the aggressor and trying to score. And that's where things become difficult for the New York Jets, even if the defense is great. And Scott, in some losses against Dallas, they were great. Against the Chiefs, they were great after giving up 17 points in the first quarter. But at times, it's not enough because of what the offense is unable to contribute on the other side. We have more football full circle coming your way next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are back live right here on FFC. It is Football Full Circle, all a part of the Sports Grid Radio Network in Sirius XM Channel 159. So, Scott, as we get ready for week number six of this NFL regular season, some more updates from the New York Giants, who are playing on Sunday Night Football. The game already features a two-touchdown spread, as the Giants will actually play a football game in New York and not New Jersey as they head to Orchard Park to take on the Buffalo Bills. Brian Dayball meeting with the media just within the last half an hour, and he told reporters Daniel Jones is sore and won't practice on this Wednesday due to his neck injury. The team's still saying he's day-to-day. Darren Waller, Scott, who was a big acquisition for some hope offensively for New York this year, also will not practice. He is nursing a groin injury. Scott, I don't really think it matters if Daniel Jones, Darren Waller, Saquon Barkley play. The offensive line for New York is an absolute dumpster fire at this point. I don't know how the Giants will score any points to stay within a 14-point margin. I don't recommend laying two touchdowns, even with Buffalo looking for a bounce-back spot now back in the States and back at home but there is no chance I think the Giants win this football game outright. Yeah, I don't think so either. That's a big spread, right? We got two monster spreads. We've seen 10-pointers, you know, you know, 11 points, 11 and a half, but 14 points for Buffalo and then 13 and a half for the Dolphins over Carolina. One of those two teams is going to get a scare, right? It, it can't yeah. go that easy. It's just, you know, that's not allowed in, in gambling. It's, it just isn't, right? So which one is going to be surprised a little bit? Uh, Tyrod Taylor coming in, you know, assuming he would get the start if the uh, Dana Nichols can't. I, I I would say the Giants, though, Ben, I think um, more so than Carolina. Carolina back-to-back road games. Bryce Young, really, you know, he's he's got a long ways to go. At least Tyrod Taylor, if it ends up being him, has some experience. Veteran quarterback, maybe a little bit of a letdown. He got Buffalo over in uh, London last week. You know, a monster game against the Dolphins, flying over to London, then coming back. You know, it's, it's, I could see a little bit of a letdown spot, so if I'm going to take one of those two dogs, it pains me to say it, but I think it would be the Giants plus 14. Yeah. 
I would agree, Scott. I think it would be the right side to look at. The Panthers right now are really trying to find what's going on. The defense hasn't looked great. The offense certainly hasn't been prolific. Bryce Young threw for his most yards so far in his NFL career last week, nearly 250. Had three touchdown tosses, albeit two interceptions. You would think in a shootout, Miami could just put up 48 points. It wouldn't even matter if the Carolina Panthers offense was all that good. Detroit scored 42 against them a week ago with no Jameer Gibbs or Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm not overly confident in the Panthers figuring things out, Scott, at this moment. And I think that's what this season is. We heard some interesting comments, by the way, Scott, from Frank Reich, the head coach, of course, in Charlotte, in terms of how he deals with his relationship with team owner David Tepper, who is more involved maybe than other owners. And Reich talked about that, that, hey, that's how some people take on their management style. Some are incredibly involved in a lot of the decisions. Some are very hands-off. They pay the check. They want you to do what they do. They trust in delegating those responsibilities. It was an interesting comment, though, Scott, because we had heard throughout the draft process, we even saw it at times when C.J. Stroud was the odds-on favorite to go first overall, that Josh McCown, who is part of the offensive staff in Carolina, was heard on a hot mic virtually at Ohio State's pro day saying to C.J. Stroud, like, hey, we'll play a couple of basketball games when you get to Charlotte. And then ultimately, they decide to take Bryce Young first overall. Now, I don't think it's worth the speculation to say is that exactly what Frank Reich is veiled referring to here, but it's just a weird setup right now in Carolina where obviously they're working through some lumps with the number one overall pick in a rookie quarterback, which is what you would expect, but the two other rookie quarterbacks, Scott, already look a lot more serviceable and have had success than Bryce Young has been able to accomplish this season. Yeah, and we, uh, when discussing, you know, which one of the three teams with the rookie quarterbacks had the best chance of had being successful record-wise, you know, we, we kind of landed on Carolina a little bit because 7-10 last yeah. year, halfway decent, right? And, and you bring in a quarterback. Defensively last year, Ben, they held teams under 20 points seven times, right? So almost half the year, not quite, under 20 points seven times. This year, they've allowed 20 points in every game, 20 or more, obviously, yeah. all five. Yeah. So I I'm not, you know, I'll wait for them and give my patience to the offense and, and let them figure it out. But defensively, it's what, 42, 37, 24. I mean, 20 points every single game this year. What's going on on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah. I don't know, and it's a great question, Scott, because listen, last year Steve Wilkes was the interim head coach, of course, taking over for Matt Rule who was fired very early on into the season, I believe only after five games for Carolina, and he made them a competitive team. Now, you hope competition breeds results the following year, and Scott, I'll put my hand up. I was confident in the Carolina Panthers at least being a seven-win football team. There was talent around Bryce Young. They added Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, Miles Sanders in the offseason. Season. Hayden Hurst even at the tight end spot. They had a decent defense a season ago and Frank Reich, despite being fired last year by Indianapolis, actually had a winning 40-33 and 33 overall record in his four and a half seasons as the head man in Indy. Known to be an offensive guy. So I thought under the tutelage of Reich and Josh McCown, Bryce Young might have more immediate success. I said Scott Carolina can compete. I said Bryce Young was worth the value shot at a plus 450 number before the 
year to win Offensive Rookie of the Year because oftentimes, unlike any other position on the football field, quarterback success is tied to team success and the wins and losses are tied only to one position. That is the QB. And that's why a lot of quarterbacks don't win Offensive Rookie of the Year, only three in the past decade, because if you play for a bad team that drafted early and you're thrust into that position from the start of your career, you're not going to find a lot of wins. I thought this Carolina team was actually maybe going to be capable to be more competitive, to have a couple of those wins, to make Bryce Young's stats look all that much better. It hasn't been the case this year, Scott, and it's a weird year where they're the last remaining winless team in the National Football League, 0-5. They're nearly a two-touchdown underdog, as you shared in Miami this weekend. I don't know necessarily where that first win comes for the Panthers, and I'm not entirely sure how many more wins are going to come after they get their first, Scott. Yeah, they got the Dolphins, then they got a bye week. Then, you know, their next three games are where that win, if it comes at all, is would have to come there. Houston at home, Indianapolis at home, and then at Chicago. So you, you kind of got the uh, the rookie quarterback uh, tournament there with, with uh, Houston yeah. and Indianapolis, right? If they don't get it out of those three games, then they got Dallas, then three straight road games, Atlanta at home, okay, Green Bay, at Jacksonville and then Tampa Bay at home. I, you know, they could go winless. I, I think FanDuel offer. I know they have uh, bets for will a team go undefeated with, with Philadelphia yeah. and, uh, and San Fran. Do they have? Do they offer up a bet uh, season futures on will a team go winless? No, I don't see it. Let, um, yeah, let me see. Um, they have season specials at times. I'm not seeing that as of right now. Season futures? No, that's just passing props and individual stat categories. Oh, worst regular season record. That is the Panthers right now at plus 280. Winless? No. Worst regular season record. Yes, the Panthers at plus 280. The Cardinals at plus 460. And the Bears round out a top three you don't want to be in the top of at plus 490. The Patriots got it plus 950. I find interesting. That's the sixth best or I guess best is the wrong term here. Shortest number for something that is considered the worst regular season record. Bill uh, Bill Belichick did meet with reporters earlier on this Wednesday, Scott, and said, yes, Mac Jones is going to start week number six against the Las Vegas Raiders because, quote, they're not making any changes right now, end quote. Not necessarily a vote of confidence for Mac Jones, but you wouldn't really expect Bill Belichick to come out singing his praises even if he was playing incredible football at this moment. Yeah. How about this bet? Let's, let's assume they lose Carolina to Miami this week, right? A pretty good assumption. They have 11 games left. FanDuel has an over-under win total for Carolina at four and a half. That means that they would have to go five and six the rest of the way. A team that's 0-6, you're asking them to play 500 football the rest of the way. Boy, you know, even if they went two and one in that yeah. Houston Indy Chicago, which is still even asking a lot, but let's say two and one. I mean, are, are they going to get you know three more wins? I, I don't. I think that's a pretty good bet. You got to lay a little juice. What was it? Minus one forty? I think it was. Not nothing crazy. Yeah, no. uh, yeah one forty two. I don't. I don't think that team's getting five wins the way they're looking. And you look at that schedule. Yeah. 
I, listen, I would agree, right? I think that number, the updated win total even, Scott, for how drastically bad Carolina has been this year, still takes in the preseason win total that was seven and a half. And again, that's part of the reason I thought Carolina might be okay this year. Seven or eight wins during Bryce Young's rookie campaign. I don't think that's, you know, for instance, let's say the Panthers had a five and a half win total and they started off 0 and 5. You'd probably move that down to four and a half, three and a half at bare minimum because, yeah, they're living up to expectations slightly, but not expected to do much more than that. Scott, the Arizona Cardinals win total, by the way, is four and a half. It's the same that it was before the year, except the over now has the juice. I'm really interested to see what the Cardinals do the rest of the way because we know Josh Dobbs is in there as the quarterback right now. James Conner, unfortunately for Arizona, placed on the IR. The Cardinals nearly a touchdown underdog on the road in L.A. this upcoming Sunday afternoon. I wonder if slash when Scott will receive a full update on Kyler Murray. Not activated off the pup list last week. I don't really think that was going to be in the cards, pun intended, I guess, for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll see what exactly their plan is the rest of this year. They have their draft pick, of course, in 2024 and that of the Houston Texans, who have looked better than one of the bottom feeders in the NFL. But Arizona is certainly going to be building toward the future. Yeah, I mean, you just wonder, like, when you know, we talked about the Jets defense giving up, right? Basically, you know, when does Arizona, you know, all this great play, you know, now you get the Connor injury, you, you're competitive in these games, you're not an embarrassment, but the losses are mounting, right? They only have the one win, even though they could realistically have at least two with the Washington game, especially. Uh, wonder when the bottom's going to fall out on that football team. How about the Jets? Uh, over five. Oh, they had it in reverse. I was looking at the over five and a half at plus one thirty-two odds, but they actually didn't list the under first. But over five and a half Jets. Uh, they have two at minus one sixty-two. You know, the schedule's not that bad. Atlanta, Houston at home. Uh, they got the Raiders on there. They got the Giants on there. You know, um, if you think they're going to roll over, then then under. But I don't think they will. I, I think they're going to be competitive enough to get six wins when everything is said and done. They got New England up there yeah. as well at the end of the year. That's not a bad little. I don't like the laying the juice there, but that five and a half is not a bad little. Maybe wait till after this week. Let them lose to Philadelphia, which, by the way, you know, we're looking at those numbers with the Jets and Eagles. You know, the Eagles have the number one rush defense. If you believe in stats, they got the number one rush defense. So this is not a good matchup for the Jets, knowing that they would no. love to run the football, right? So you, let's assume they lose to the Philadelphia. Then maybe I would then bet the over. Yeah, and knowing they will be without Elijah Vera Tucker, one of their offensive tackles, right. on that O-line as well. Not good against this stout Philly front. I can't believe the Patriots, Scott, have a updated win total of five and a half, and the under has yeah. the juice. Five and a half for New England. It is something that we will discuss on the other side of the break. What is the plan in Foxborough for the Patriots if there even is one at this point, is there a bigger picture conversation to have on Bill Belichick? We'll break it down for you up next on FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. We are live right here on FFC for just a few more minutes. Scott, we were talking about Bill Belichick and what's going to happen with New England. Mac Jones is slated to get the start for the Patriots this week against the Las Vegas Raiders. It's a 1-4 New England team. It's a 2-3 Las Vegas team out in the desert. The Raiders, Scott, are a three-point home favorite. A total at 41.5. I have no idea how we're going to see 42 points in this football game. But, Scott, let's say the Pats dropped to one and five. We said their updated win total now is five and a half. Now, a lot of people say, oh, Bill Belichick is nothing without Tom Brady. That is the conversation. That is the fodder at this moment. But, Scott, in the three years post-Brady in New England, they were seven and ten in 2020 with Cam Newton as the starting quarterback. They were a ten and seven playoff team with Mac Jones in his rookie year the year following. And even last year, Scott, when it was Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi and an offensive court and an offense coordinated by Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, they were still 8-9. and nine. It's one of the reasons, Scott, I said I didn't think the Patriots had that low of a floor despite having the longest odds in the AFC East before the year got underway. But now I have no idea how to evaluate this Patriots side. Yeah. You know, he's 71, Ben. He's 30 wins shy of Don Shula. So he needs 31 wins to become the all-time winningest head coach. Let's assume that that's what's keeping him going. Let's say Vegas is right. They get four more wins, five more wins. He ends up with six. That still puts him 25, 26 wins away. That's right. That's not going to be two years. That's at least three more years after this year. I mean, does he really want to be coaching? I don't think he's going to get it. You know, I I don't doubt that the driving force for him, but I don't think he's going to get Shula. Yeah, I don't know, right? To say that Belichick, where things stand right now, is not one of the greatest NFL coaches of all time because he had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time with Tom Brady, I don't think that's That's a fair argument. Obviously, you play the hand, you're dealt regardless, so kudos on making Tom Brady his best that led to you winning six Super Bowl championships together. I still think Belichick can coach. I still think he's a good coach. They just got to figure things out offensively. He's Scott Wetzel. I am Ben Stevens. That does it for Football Full Circle today. We'll see you tomorrow starting at noon. Eastern Time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. 
From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.